Picture this. Uh, a, a pretty model uh, wearing your reducilator. Hovering over her head is the good fairy. And underneath the slogan... Fly now, reduce a later. I like it. You know something? It just grabbed me. This is the Pack Brothers Podcast. Here are your hosts, David and Michael. Greetings, salutations, and all that jazz. From not as sunny Anderson, Indiana, the city not as beautiful, this is the Pack Brothers Podcast. I'm David Pack, and joining me, as always, is my identical twin brother, Michael. Hello out there, all you in podcast land. Thank you so much for listening. Sorry for the uh, extended absence. How long has it been? Over a year. Over a year? I was hoping it was less than a year. Nope. A whole year is gone, plus, uh, I think, a month at least. All four seasons have came and went. Yep. We just completely gave up or took a big break. I don't know what yeah. to say. We had to get, you know, inspired again. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I know. give you all kinds of excuses, but they're all just excuses, I guess. All right. But, yeah, we're glad to be back. We've got some fun things to talk about. Uh, this episode is brought to you by the Hardy's Hot Chicken Sandwich. Yes. It is pretty tremendous. If you haven't tried it, get the 2A Hardee's. I guess they have them at Carl's Jr. too. I really don't know. I don't know the difference between those two establishments. Except one's like East Coast, West Coast, but they're the same or something. I don't know. There were commercials that tried to explain it, and I don't know if they were real or not. I'll say they probably weren't. But anyway, uh, it's a really good sandwich if you like hot chicken. Uh, they put like a way too much mayonnaise on it, but other than that, you're pretty good to go. It's really weird. You've got competing layers of sauce on this sandwich, at least on the version that I had from my local Hardee's. You had one side, the top, with this kind of a hot so- sauce. I don't know what you'd call that. It's I don't know if it's like a Nashville sauce or whatever. It almost tastes like peppers or paprika or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know flavors or descriptions of them, but the bottom of it, there was none of that hot sauce. There was just a lot, a lot of mayonnaise and pickles. Yeah, and enough mayonnaise to, I don't know, for several sandwiches, not just one. Yeah, it was way too much unless you love mayonnaise. So after a little bit of doctoring with it, it, it was much better than I think it could have been. So that's uh, worthy, certainly, of sponsoring a podcast that's been gone for a year. Yeah, exactly. That's That reason alone was enough to record it, just to tell people about the uh, Hardee's hot chicken sandwich. Yeah, there you go. Thank Hardee's. And about really, re- I guess, inspired this more than anything, because I was going through Twitter one day, and there was something on there about a new McDonald's breakfast jingle. And I don't know if I've said on the podcast before, but McDonald's has used the same stupid jingle for I don't know how many years it's been. I'm loving it. Uh, but that's old, it's dated, it's tired. Their jingles used to be so much better. Uh, They had all these different ideas. They even sang the menu one time. That was Mm -hmm. something. Uh, But this jingle they released had a very nostalgic sound to it. I think on purpose. I think it was very retro by design. Yeah, and so that made me think, oh my goodness, listen to this jingle, this is awesome. Uh, So we want to play 
it now. Yeah, we go ahead and play that. So here's McDonald's new breakfast drink. It was about a month ago, I think, this came out. Yeah, which I haven't heard on a commercial yet, which I think is disappointing. Come on, McDonald's. Yeah, unless it's on some television shows that I don't uh, frequent. But at any rate, here's the jingle. Canadian bacon is sizzling away. A freshly made eggs McMuffin is on the way. Wake up, wake up to a McDonald's breakfast. So hot and delicious, you'll love it for sure. Honestly, I could just spend the rest of the podcast just talking about that jingle and how excellent it is. <laughs> I, what do you like so much about it? Well, it has the very retro quality to it. It has, it evokes, I guess, engenders just goodwill towards McDonald's. <laughs> it, it, Peace on earth and goodwill toward McDonald's. <laughs> right. It just, it talks about how it makes mornings a little better and it kind of does make mornings a little better when you have mcdonald's breakfast maybe things aren't going your way maybe you have a tough time i don't know how much tough time you can get into before you know eight o'clock or whatever but yeah maybe you overslept maybe yeah. you uh you're in out of shampoo you got you're out of toothpaste you stepped on i don't know something at, when you got out of bed i don't know what that would be the dog i don't know <laughs> but uh it does it makes mornings a little better and it's made in the McDonald's way, which seems to be very important. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but it's important enough for McDonald's that they included it as part of the jingle. It kind of it rhymes with what day, so that it does serve that purpose. Yeah. But uh, I heard that, and I thought, wow, that's good job, McDonald's. You're actually trying again. And it made me think <laughs> about some of the old, uh, I guess, older commercials, uh, and they always had really good or catchy jingles and so we started thinking about some of them and we've got some that are well known and some that are, I guess more deep cuts some that would probably people heard and just thought I really don't know what this is and that's not that good of a jingle why'd you even include it but at least in gender's discussion if nothing else yeah sometimes things stick in your mind and you don't know why they just do and you can't explain it it doesn't make any sense to anybody else but you but if you don't agree you can write us, packbrospodcast at gmail.com, and say, why'd you do that? Or, why didn't you include this one? Have we checked that lately? I don't know that I have. Uh, I wonder if we've got like a stack of emails just sitting there. I'm willing to bet that we have not. <laughs> I'm willing to agree with you. Okay, so without further ado, let's, let's dive right into... Uh, we put a collection together of, I don't know, I think there's 14 or so. There are 14. All these are going to be available on the uh, Pack Brothers Podcast website. Uh, the, the opening clip, by the way, um, for all you people who aren't familiar with the early 60s to early 70s television show Bewitched, that was a clip with the second Darren, Dick Sargent, pitching a ad to 
some client of McMahon and Tate uh, that was uh, for the Reducer later. Uh, I can't remember the details of the episode. It Bewitched was a, a show that I liked when I was a kid, and I think of it as advertising. Uh, so I, that was the best clip I could find on short notice on YouTube after very limited research. <laughs> well, that's fine. It's all good, all good here. Okay, so here we go. This is the first one that mom was the first one that came to my mind when I started thinking of uh, jingles uh, from the past. So go ahead. The world looks mighty good to me. Oh, listen to that. Does that just take you back? Yeah, it just warms the heart. All retro, all nostalgia. Got these kids and everything around them of just turning into Tootsie Rolls. Trains, whales, trees. trees. <laughs> which is, I mean, it would be terrifying if this happened in real life. You think you're going crazy, but uh, crazy in a good way because, man, you have Tootsie Rolls for days. You do. All you can eat. All anyone can eat. Tootsie Rolls are... Look, there is a bit of a mixed opinion on folks. Some people do not like Tootsie Rolls as kind of a fake chocolate flavor. It does have a very different kind of chocolate taste, doesn't it? It has a chocolatey chew, it, I think they say. <laughs> they do. That was their term. But it's chocolatey. It's not chocolate. It's chocolatey, uh, which is an important distinction if you're expecting melty chocolate. Uh, but uh, I'm not in that group of folks who say that Tootsie Rolls aren't good. I like Tootsie Rolls quite a bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Tootsie Roll fan. I had a Tootsie Roll not too long ago. I was walking into, I don't know, Big Lots or something, and they had some really cheap, uh, big, those big like Tootsie Rolls you could use as a sword if you wanted to, I think. <laughs> right. And I thought, I was well, like meter stick Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, so I thought, ah, give me a Tootsie Roll. I'll, I certainly won't eat this all in one sitting. Uh, and uh, it, was, it was tasty. It was chocolatey chew. Yes, it was. I, I remember this commercial from Saturday morning. More than anything else. Oh, yeah. We could spend, we could wax eloquent for days about Saturday morning stuff. And I'm sure we will on a future episode, which hopefully won't take a year to do, but hey. No promises. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I do remember this commercial quite a bit. So it does evoke that childhood nostalgia of, you know, simpler times or however you want to say that. Yeah, I think so. Speaking of a <laughs> simpler time, this next one, this was a regional one. So if you're not familiar with this one, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, there's no real, there's no way to introduce this. There's no way to really discuss it that much. But right, we'll try to describe it in a second. But for now, just just bear with us. Just go along. You're coming along for the ride. All right here's the second one. B A double L A. Pigs dancing around. Yeah, that's the visual that you don't get in this podcast medium. You, there's a little, well, there's a, a female pig and a gentleman pig with a top hat uh, who's dancing around to the ballads. Do they have canes? Uh, the gentleman pig does. I believe he has a cane. Yes, he does. A t and a top hat. He's quite the d dapper uh, looking guy. 
<laughs> Very dashing. <laughs> yeah. Thinking about being turned into processed meat. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Ballard's Farm, among other things, made sausage. And it's always a weird thing when you see a, uh, a company that uses the animal that's the primary item on the menu as their mascot. Right. I think you know, Chick-fil-A is kind of smart because they use cows and they don't serve cows. So Yeah, but their logo is a chicken. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, there's a chicken incorporated into the logo. It's not in your face, you know, with its, you know, eyes staring at you as you bite into a nugget, but <laughs> it, it's there. But, yeah, these pigs are very happy that they're going to the slaughter. But, yeah, not much I can really say about this one. It's just, uh, I don't know, it's catchy. That's why I threw it in. I don't even know that this is the original jingle. Sometimes there are companies who take a song and they make it a jingle from the song. And yeah, I think that's what happened here. I'm right. pretty sure this is an actual... Right, this city. is a co-opted song that they used because they could spell out Ballard's. It may have, it probably spelled something in the original song. If you know what it is, hey, this is a chance for you to look smart. Email us and let us know. Because I could do the research, but why should I? If you already know, you can tell me. That's right. These folks, they made potato salad and some other stuff that you could get. You can find other Ballard's commercials. Uh, it, was, it is the best for you, or they bring the best to you. They were the best. That's what their um, contention was in these uh, commercials. That's the point they were trying to make. All right, here's a, the next one here. This is a blast from the past, actually from 1990. Uh, it's... You might have heard it. I know at least one of our listeners has heard it for sure. Yeah, okay, here we go. Off in the distance, the game's dragging on. There's strikes on the batter, some runners are on. But suddenly, everyone's looking at me. My mind has been wondering what could it be They point to the sky and I look up above And a baseball falls into my glove I play right field It's important you know You gotta know how to catch You gotta know how to throw That's why I play in right field Way out where the day as a proud sponsor of Little League Baseball, Pizza Hut welcomes all the kids who make it great. Making it great. I mean, that's a, like a double whammy right there. You've got the making it great. Uh -huh. You've got the making it great right there at the very end. That it's got. Uh, they've used that slogan for a long time. At least they did. Uh, and then you've got this like little ditty that they've had at the beginning. Uh, this I think was originally on a. VHS tape for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's a little trivia for you. Right, yeah. This is it's a, another one of those co-opted songs. It's a Peter, Paul, and Mary song, but it was one that was co-opted for this uh, commercial. Uh, and it's the acting in this is really, I don't know why it didn't go nominated for an Oscar or an Emmy or a Clio <laughs> or whatever uh, accolades it, it could have had. It definitely uh, was robbed because it's really top-notch. Yeah, the uh, production values are outstanding. Right, the kid's wondering, what could it be? And he's just looking around like, what? What, what could it possibly be? I mean, in this culture, you know, you could be an active shooter. You just don't know anymore. <laughs> got dark. But, yeah, I mean, it, but it was a baseball falling into his glove, which, again, the special effects on that 
you've got to go to the website and see it. Or, you know, uh, we have a YouTube channel, and we'll uh, put that on the episode description on the website. So you can view all these up there. Yeah, it's definitely worth your time. So, and it's important, you know. <laughs> yes, very important. So this uh, next jingle is asking a musical question. Right, and you heard a little bit of, of it because I had some technical difficulties here. I'm trying to run a couple of different things, and uh, I couldn't stop it in time. So shame right. on me. The uh, you got to maybe you know what it is already from that opening. Uh, Whatever that was. Well, if you don't, you're getting ready to find out right now. Right. So here, we got a lot of... <laughs> these next several commercials are all about candy. We must have been hungry when we were thinking about this. But here we go. Whatchamacallit. Yep, that's a candy bar. Yep, it's a pretty good candy bar if you haven't had it. It's got all those things mentioned. And it struck me as I was listening to that, it also described itself as chocolatey. Yep, <laughs> you're right. It's, but it's not like a Tootsie Roll that uses real, no kidding, it's chocolate. A, I think chocolatey chocolate is how they described it. Yeah, sugary so. caramel, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. And peanut butter, crispies. They're, it's a good candy. Peanutty Krispies. I don't yeah, know. Peanutty Krispies. I don't know. I, I'm not doing a good job selling it. They do. <laughs> That's why they didn't pick you. I didn't the song. have the uh, 80s pop synth going in the background. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's very trippy, psychedelic uh, visuals on the commercial. Yeah, a little bit of like, I don't know what the influences were. Go-Go's or uh, Banana Ram or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely. Uh, but it was catchy. That's one of the reasons I thought of that commercial. We were coming up with the list prior to doing this episode because it's just something. Again, this is kind of a Saturday morning, maybe even a afternoon cartoon joint where you would see this most often. Very much so. Uh, and this one, too. This was uh, another one, little catchy little jingle that we thought was worth including. Uh, one more thing oh, on the sorry. commercial for Whatchamacallit is, you know, you hear that uh, joke, you know, uh, you look up and this picture's in the dictionary, you know, if somebody's not attractive, well, if you look up ugly in the dictionary, you see their picture. Well, <laughs> the point of the commercial, if you look up Whatchamacallit in the dictionary, there's a picture of the candy bar, which I don't know how they worked that out with the folks on Merriam-Webster, whoever does your local yeah. uh, one. But I'm not sure if they've updated it to remove it or not. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it's just kind of an odd choice. That like, what is this? I'm going to look this up. Oh, yeah. it's the candy bar. That's a good poll. <laughs> All right, yeah. More, and here's another candy commercial. Making life a little sweeter. Mars, Mars candy. This is Mars makes several of my favorites. They make M and M's. They make Milky Ways. Uh, they make the actual Mars bar, which I don't really see very often anymore. Maybe just because I'm not looking for it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a big Mars bar person, but 
definitely Milky Way, and of course, obviously M and M's. But think about it, M and M's. I could have included the M and M's too, because that's how you know the milk chocolate melts in your mouth, not in your hands. And uh, now it's just you know talking anthropomorphic M and M's in front of movies for the past ten years. Right. Yeah. I I couldn't tell you what an M and M's jingle sounds like. Right. Uh, I don't know. Do they even use one anymore? Yeah, and that's sort of the point behind this is just trying to raise awareness <laughs> to <laughs> our two listeners uh, how they don't really do a lot of good jingles anymore. Or at least maybe we don't watch as much uh, TV with commercials. Yeah, we've had Ford's commercials. Maybe we're missing them all. Maybe there are no commercials if you binge. Yeah, that's right. If you just completely uh, devour a show over a weekend or something, you don't really get the opportunity to see these commercials on uh, Netflix or Hulu or whatever. I guess it's a dying breed. I don't know. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> well, it's not a tragedy. It's just an observation, if nothing else. Yeah, it's not as sad as all that. Okay. Well, more candy, please. They are two treats in oh, one. Oh, goodness. All right. I got it. All right. <laughs> I'm having trouble pausing these things. That's no big deal. But yeah, they are two treats in one. Um, how good is a blow pop? That's one of your, don't sleep on those. That's one of your best candy treats that you can choose from because, <laughs> as they say a few times in the commercial, it's two treats in one. You get your lollipop, but uh oh, here's a surprise gum. Yeah, right. I think it. It, you know, kind of like the same thought process behind when you get the bubblegum flavored ice cream with the little pieces of bubblegum in it. When you're done with your ice cream, you got a little bit of a souvenir in your mouth, and that's the, the chewing gum from the little pieces that's that are be embedded in the ice cream. That's kind of hard to eat, though. I mean, I've never really been able to pull that off well. You can't just, like, keep squirreling away <laughs> the pieces of bubblegum in your cheek like your jowl like a squirrel or something <laughs> and then bring it all up together after you're done eating it. Uh, I end up swallowing it. So. I know I tried to do that several times as a kid. I will admit that there is a bit of a technique to that. But uh, I think I was able to pull it off a time or two. But yeah. this, yeah, you're right. It's much easier. Yeah. Um, I think probably sour apple is my favorite. Yeah, it's pretty good. They have a newer, like a blue raspberry flavor that's not bad either. Um, and, of course, grape and cherry and all that. You can't really go wrong with a blow pop. If only they had mentioned clearly in the commercial who makes them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a mystery. <laughs> It's kind of ridiculous. Just to throw in, by the way, they're made by Charms. Like, uh, okay, <laughs> cool. And then there's even like a graphic. If it doesn't say Charms, it's not a blow pop. Like, all right, there must have been some really big rivalry going on some in the knockoffs or whatever. Yeah, right. You know, I don't know what. It's not really that complicated of a uh, candy to pull off, but clearly Charms was concerned with the the rivals that they were facing at that time. They wanted to make sure that a blow pop was a Charms blow pop. And any one other one is just fiction. <laughs> right, yeah. So here is another can last candy one we have. Uh, this one will be a nice after-dinner mint uh, from the uh, 90s. It doesn't matter what comes 
Kratos, the Freshmaker. It is the Freshmaker. Uh, yeah, these, it, yeah, famous these, for weird. These commercials were so bizarre. <laughs> Just strange, strange. Yeah, people essentially breaking the law sometimes or <laughs> hiding from their grandmothers or just... <laughs> that seems to be the point here. Ruining their clothes. Exactly. Picking up cars and moving them. <laughs> just very bizarre. But it could all be made better at the end of the day if you just pop pimentos in your mouth. Right. I don't know. It was a very strange... I don't know why uh, the, these commercials were so popular, but I remember them being all over the television. Uh, just everyone knew what you were talking about when you talked about the Mentos commercials. And they had a very... Almost like a European vibe to them. Right. And maybe that's that was the original origin or, or they took a lot of cue from that. I, I don't know. I feel like they just kind of picked it up whole cloth and brought it over to America and said, hey, Mentos. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I never was that big of a fan of the, the minty Mentos, the fruit Mentos. Those are very good. Yeah, I uh, highly recommend. I'm not a big mint person anyway. I'd much rather have like a, uh, like a Tic Tac even but over a Mentos. They're just really strong. Altoid, you know? even. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Altoid's are strong, too. But I don't know. Mentos, it just seems like too big for a mint. I don't know. What I think of something like that. I want candy. I don't want a mint to be... It's not very convenient to carry around mints in a big, large tube like that. All right. Enough candy. I'm ruining my appetite. That's right. Yeah, we'll switch over to... These next several are all about toys. Yeah. <laughs> I think that speaks more about us than anything. It's all food and candy and toys. Right, yeah. This is <laughs> no wonder we don't have any listeners. It's <laughs> besides the fact we're gone for a year at a time, it's so niche uh, that right. you really have to be six, six year olds don't know how to use podcasts. <laughs> <so it's fine. laughs> Sorry kids. All right, let's see what toys are pushing in the eighties. Hey now kids come get around. See what just skipped in the town. So skip it, skip it. Do run through jump to hop hop. Oh, skip it. Yeah, this was... Okay. This was a girl's toy, so far as I was concerned. Yeah. Uh, but it was a catchy, catchy, catchy slogan, a jingle. Yeah, and, and I can't really describe it for you. Basically, you put a little circle around your ankle, and then you could... There was a, a hoop. Ball, yeah. yeah, like a little hoop, and then there was a ball at the end of it, with a long, I guess, like a line connecting the two, and it could just roll in a circle. And then on one foot, you just kind of swung it. And then when it came to your other leg, you just hopped over it or skipped, as it were. So it could just keep rolling and you just kind of kept moving it around, almost like a hula hoop type a movement. And then you would just keep skipping it. And the very best thing of all, <laughs> there was a counter on the ball. So you could actually take score and try to beat it. Yeah, I think it was for either uncoordinated or super coordinated kids who like to jump rope. I, I was never one of those people, and I don't know if it's easier or more difficult than jumping rope, but I think that was kind of the target audience. If there was only you and you didn't have a friend <laughs> to, or two <laughs> friends to jump rope with, you could still skip it to your heart's content. Right. Now, I personally chose to just skip it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't uh, try have one of these. I didn't even ask for one of these. Never in my uh, even darkest thoughts did I think, 
Do I want to skip it? Uh, I did not. No, no. I, I had a Pogo Ball, which is another good commercial. Uh, yeah. But we can't put them all in here. We've only got uh, so much time. Pogo to Ball is what they call it. That's what they called it, yes. Yeah. Uh, this was from Tiger. I don't know. I don't. I never thought of Tiger. Uh, I always thought of them as kind of an electronics company. I never thought yeah. of them as well, to skip it. Maybe there was a counter technology. There was something going on in there. <laughs> yeah, but I kind of thought that was bio, not bio, just kind of mechanical, not electronic. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they had batteries. But I really don't know. I'll have to ask somebody who had one of these and pick their brain a little bit. Yeah, what was with Skip It, y'all? It's kind of like a ball and chain you could play with. Uh, <laughs> like If they could have incorporated Prisoners somehow, that would have been a bold choice, but I think it could have worked. Yeah, I would have watched that commercial. I may have bought one then. <laughs> All right, uh, speaking of toys, uh, this one, next one you have to include if you're talking about toys. I don't want to grow up. Oh, man, if that didn't make you want to go to the toy store, I don't know what did. That was an exciting commercial that, uh, back in the day. Like, oh, my goodness. You might see toys that you weren't aware of. These kids, used, they seemed so happy to be alive and to be young and to be able to play with toys. Yeah, we didn't have a Toys R Us near where we lived at all. So whenever we would go visit family here in Anderson, Indiana, one of the places that we would go, would be Toys R Us or one of the knockoffs like Toys R Us, like Children's Palace. Uh, and it was just like a dream come true. Uh, we didn't have those toy stores. Uh, we'll hear about one of those in a little bit. But uh, it was just, I guess now it's kind of closing, which is sad. Yeah, Toys R Us has uh, had a skid financially, and I guess they're all closing down. They got into too much debt. They couldn't compete with the online marketplace. But... Uh, this was the number one toy store back in the day. You think of, uh, oh, I guess FAO Schwartz in New York as being a famous, very expensive toy store. But Toys R Us just seemed to be the toy store for mass market products across America. Yeah, I mean, you had, like, all your malls had KB Toys or whatever. Sure. This was the one. Right, Toys R Us. That's where you went. They, they put it in their name, staked their claim. Uh, they kind of went to Babies R Us later on, trying to expand the market. I don't know if that helped or hurt. I don't, I don't know. I they just got in too much debt, and I they couldn't come out of it. The, them having Babies R Us makes perfect sense to me, because you got the parents with the new baby. They go to Babies R Us, then the kid gets a little older, they want toys. Well, by the way, we sell those too. And uh, so it makes sense, but uh, somewhere along the way, they, they got into too much debt, like you say, and they lost their way. It's a shame. It was a good jingle, though. Yep. Sorry, Toys R Us. All right. So if you're walking in Toys R Us, you may have saw this on one of the shelves. Yeah, definitely in the 80s. I think it would have been there. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy, wherever I go, he goes. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy, I'll teach him everything that I know. My buddy and me, like to climb up a tree. My buddy and me, where the best friends could be. My buddy, my buddy. Buddy from Play School. 
Oh, my buddy. There's no way I want one of these. <laughs> no. Dolls for guys? Nice try, play school. Uh, they, they tried to sell you on it really, really good because, you know, you've got somebody there. I think since I was a twin, maybe I really didn't see the point of this. I think this, I always thought of this as kind of like a single uh, only child's toy for some reason. Right. Like this is, okay, you don't have an imaginary friend. That's crazy. You have a my buddy. You can pretend it's real because everyone can see him. Right, and he can go wherever you go. He likes to climb up trees. Actually, my buddy and me like to climb up trees, so I don't know if my buddy was asked to go up on the tree or not. But <laughs> I don't know if they got consent prior to that. But clearly he likes riding on the big wheel, and he likes watching television with his buddy and uh, running out of clubhouse with other kids who are buddyless. So uh, certainly an interesting life that just uh, buddies living. And then, I guess to compete... Not to compete, but just to try to broaden the marketplace there, they came out with Kid Sister, uh, which was a female version of My Buddy for girls. Because I guess My Buddy, yes, they didn't want the girls to have guy buddies. I don't know. It's a strange thing. I'm not, I know there was probably a, such a, a dearth of, of dolls in the girls' market. They didn't have any to choose from, so they had to make another one, uh, Kid Sister. Again, this could be an only child syndrome where I want a little sister. Well, here you go, kid. Take this soft uh, little uh, friend, and this is your sister now. <laughs> right. This is your sister. She's always going to be this age forever. Right, yeah. <laughs> you, you can play with her till you get tired of her, not like a real kid. It won't hurt her feelings. Okay, uh, this next one is where I ended up getting a lot of my toys growing up. Right, this is... Uh, well. I'll it's regional, so uh, <laughs> if you don't live near one of these, I don't want to tell you. According to legend, little folks know hills is where the toys are. Hills toy layaway. Just 10% down, a small service charge, lays away toys, little and large. Hundreds of toys. Express layaway, too. So layaway is even easier for you. Remember, one reason they're different and why they say Hills is where the toys are At low prices every day Hills is where the toys are At least that's where they were for us Yeah, there was no Toys R Us It was Hills, that's where you went for your toys Yeah, and they had good uh, fireworks at the 4th of July too But that's not uh, neither here nor there <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just kinda, to also throw it in It's kind of funny, I mean I included this commercial Because I like the jingle, Hills is where the toys are I didn't really want to have the whole discussion <laughs> About layaway But that kind of speaks <laughs> to maybe the area Where hills were popular That we need to try to make sure that people know That you don't have to pay for all this at once You can put 10% down And that's great Well you want to give your kids a good Christmas And you don't want to drop all that coin On whatever you're buying So hey how about I give you 10% of service charge and I get it later? And <laughs> this commercial couldn't be run today. You've got a little person dressed up as an elf uh, during the whole thing, and I'm pretty sure that's frowned upon these days. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they meant anything by it. It was a simpler time. It was a different time, and uh, that was just the way that they handled that. And uh, it was definitely catchy. This is one of the ones I thought of, too, when we were thinking of uh, different lists of commercials to bring in. Uh, especially after the Toy the Rust commercial, thinking, okay, well, Hills is where the toys were, and it was very handy. I mean, people remember that slogan even today, at least in the circles I run in, so uh, had to include that. That's right. All right, one more uh, toy-related item here. Had one of these. They still make them. They're still pretty uh, 
pretty fun, I guess. I haven't played one in a while. L- low tech, but as a kid, I thought they were pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Light bright, light bright. Turn on the magic of colored lights. in the colored pegs and follow the patterns. It's easy to make your favorite pictures and characters, or you can always create your own light pictures. Light bright, light bright. Turn on the magic of shining lights. Light bright from Milton Bradley. Oh, light bright. I remember getting a light bright. I really don't know if I got one or really our sister had one or just passed down to us. That might be closer to the truth. That's usually how it happened. A lot of the toys that we had were second run and uh, fine with us. Oh, yeah. I remember getting a uh, little sheet out and the pegs and making different smiley faces or a message. I never made a sign to say goodnight. No, I never uh, did. I, m- I might have said hello or who knows. Spelled out my name, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, it was tough to do certain shapes and uh, diagonals and things like that. Straight up and down, you couldn't really do. I know you could get patterns for, like, Looney Tunes characters, and they were they ended up looking like... Weird, almost like 8-bit Nintendo versions of them that you had to kind of squint to make out that they were actually who they were because you were very limited in the colors that you had. There were like maybe eight colors. Right, and you couldn't do black. They always want you to use like a dark purple for that, which is completely wrong. So if you're trying to make a a cartoon character that has a a black body, for example, they're just going to look all purple and strange. Yeah, it had limitations, but... I thought that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, it was neat. You had to be careful because that bulb got really hot inside, and if you took the plate off uh, or that big board, uh, that, that was actual the pegboard where you put the light bright pegs, you could get your fingers burnt pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Kind of dangerous by today's story standards probably. They might have an LED or something in there now. I really don't know what the technology is. LED seems, I don't know. I doubt that, but maybe. I don't know. Everything's going that way. I don't know. That's true. All right, this one, um, it's kind of a deep cut, uh, but it was one of the ones I thought, I always thought the uh, the jingle was catchy, growing up anyway. <laughs> it's a very odd one. It does not fit any of the molds uh, that we have so far. It stands alone. Solid things. Pride. Dedication. Anderson windows and patio doors are built to stand the test of time. Through the desert sun, through the years of rain. I'm not sure why I like that one. In some ways, I just, it seemed catchy. It said Anderson, kind of like, hey, I would visit Anderson growing up, so that's kind of cool. I want to come home to Anderson. Uh, at least that's what I thought, you know, growing up. And little did you know. Little did I know, here I am in Anderson. You came home to Anderson. Not so sunny. Uh, boy, it feels sunny today, though. Uh, Anderson, Indiana. Yeah, it's spelled differently as Anderson, S-E-N, and that's the Anderson in, in the commercial, so they really want to make that clear. Yeah, they do windows, and apparently all over. California, the coasts of Maine. Yeah, to, to the years of rain. I don't know. I guess they want you to know these aren't going to melt the first time we get a gust of, of rain. Right. Do windows melt? That'd be pretty bad. I don't know. Just, I don't know why they said to the years of rain. Yeah, I guess they wanted to rhyme Maine. Yeah, uh, yep. I bet that's it. 
<laughs> Sometimes the simplest explanation is the correct one. Yeah, I think so. Okay, uh, one more. I don't know if you're disappointedly relieved. Uh, <laughs> but uh, here we go. This is, there are so many we could have chosen here. Uh, we just chose this one. All right, here we go. It'll be great. I'll be scared. Just think how glad you'll be when you're all done and maybe we'll all go to McDonald's. I'll be glad when I'm done. I'll be glad when I'm done. I'll be... <sighs> think McDonald's. Oh, I wish I were already there instead of here playing this song. Oh, I would have a big chocolate shake, a cheeseburger, and also, whoops, and also fries. And I would eat my fries myself not give any to my dumb brother. Hands off and mine all mine. Oh boy, my recital is almost done. It wasn't bad. I'm still alive. And now I can have my chocolate shake, my cheeseburger, and also whoops and also fries. Got some nice little applause there at the end. Yeah, well, I don't know if they're applauding because she finished or because you played the McDonald's jingle. I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I guess this is all was going on in their head while she was playing it. It's kind of weird. She messes up the same place twice. <laughs> Almost like the music demands that she do it. Uh, if she didn't say whoops, it would not have worked. Uh, with the, uh, I don't know what piece that is. Um, I'm not... Really big into classical music, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I can't tell you there. But yeah, more award-winning acting in that one, where she's dreaming about McDonald's and her hands are playing along the side of the chocolate shake or cheeseburger uh, that she's going to eat. <laughs> she kind of just gives a cold shoulder to her, her brother when he tries to take a, uh, a fry. I like that some big crime. I know. Uh, it's strange. Uh, but yeah, this is back in the day when McDonald's would actually have different jingles. It's a good time for the great taste of McDonald's. Yeah, or just good times, great taste. Yeah, or have you had a break today? There was all time. Or you deserve a break today. Right, yeah. Uh, there were all kinds of McDonald's jingles before they just completely punted and made it, I'm loving it for 20 yeah. plus years ba, da, now. Ba, ba, ba. Right, it, hey, you remember it, but that seems to be everybody. They just pick like five or six notes and that's, that's your jingle. Uh, so, I don't know. Maybe it's a lost art. Maybe we're making a big deal out of a little deal. I don't know. We've spent quite a while talking about <laughs> it, so you can definitely argue we made a big deal about it. Yeah, well, you know, it's been fun. I hope that you all who have listened to this have enjoyed it. It's brought back some memories. But again, you might be thinking, well, what about uh, this commercial or that commercial? Well, you can let us know. Drop us a line at packbrospodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Follow us on Twitter at packbrospodcast. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash packbrospodcast. And the website, as you mentioned, is packbrospodcast.com. It's up. It's running. Hope to get more content soon, blog posts, other items. I'm sure we'll have a link about this episode on there. Yeah, we'll have a link to our YouTube page as well where you can watch all of these, inc uh, including the Bewitched uh, ad at the beginning, just to get the whole visual uh, piece of this. 
Right, Multimedia. You, you get to enjoy it twice. <laughs> right. Wow. It's, see, you're welcome. All this for free. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you tricked into listening to commercials for 30 minutes. Yeah, exactly. You didn't know you were going to be listening to ads, and that's it. And let's talk about them. Now that we think, now that I'm <laughs> saying this out loud, maybe this wasn't a great idea. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I don't know if I have any news to, to, to spread at not this point know. or not. Uh, Toy Story Land opens up June 30th, I think, at a... Hollywood Studios, that's yeah, something. that's good. That's your bit of Disney news for today. It's not really news, I guess, but just a reminder that, hey, they're building that, and that's going to be neat. Yep. Uh, okay, well, uh, crypto is scratching at the door, so it's time to go. If you enjoy the podcast and want to help us out, subscribe on iTunes, leave a five-star review. It is a huge help, and we would appreciate it. Yes, we would. Yeah, very much so. And uh, here's the uh, McDonald's sound of breakfast to take us out. Yeah. Now I want breakfast. I know. And you got to see this video. We'll put that up there, too. It's got a little egg that's helping you sing along because, of course, you want to sing along to this. So, uh, yeah, have McDonald's breakfast and think about uh, listen to this podcast at the same time. That'd be a treat. That's right. You just pull in, grab your stuff, and sit in the drive uh, the parking space and just listen to the breakfast song and the podcast and it will make breakfast a little better. It will. It's a good visual too. I don't even like egg muffins, but they look delicious in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well talk to y'all later. Bye. Right, bye bye. <laughs>